The views in this do not necessarily reflect the views of WKNC, Student Media, or NCSU. You're listening to Eye on the Triangle on WKNC 88.1. Good afternoon, Raleigh, and welcome to this week's Eye on the Triangle on WKNC FM Raleigh. It's February 22nd, 2017. The time is 5.05 p.m., and on behalf of the team here at WKNC, I'd like to thank you for tuning in. I'm Nick Weaver. And I'm Marissa Jordan, bringing you this week's Black History Month-themed episode of Eye on the Triangle. I'm so excited to share what our contributors have created this week. Hunter Ives brings you a piece on the phenomenal historical figure Frederick Douglass. Mm-hmm. And Ricky Dows brings you a piece on the lesser-known figures of Black History Month. Uh, fun fact, when we were listening to the piece to, to uh, edit it, we heard uh, the first thing we heard was Fred- Frederick Douglass, and we were like, oh, I guess we have two Frederick <laughs> Douglass pieces today. Uh, but no, no, it's actually a very interesting listen, and I hope you'll all enjoy it. Uh, Marissa today brings you a piece about some of the influential women of African-American history, influential feminist women, right? Yes, a lot of women who did some amazing things and maybe aren't as well-known as they should be. All right, that's coming up right now. Hello, WKNC listeners. As I'm sure you're all aware of, it's Black History Month. The other day, I was reading an article in a magazine about influential, kick-ass African-American women. In honor of this amazing celebration... I thought I'd research some black feminist icons to educate both myself and you all on some amazing women from American history. I've compiled a list of these influential women, both well-known and lesser-known, in no particular order, to help recognize the accomplishments of these amazing people. First on our list today, we have Dorothy Pittman Hughes, who was born in 1938 and was an advocate for women's rights, child welfare, and civil rights, as well as an author. In 1972, she co-founded Ms. Magazine, a liberal feminist publication designed by women for a female audience. In addition, she founded the first women's shelter in New York City. She and fellow women's right advocate of the time, Gloria Steinem, toured the nation preaching equal rights for women, especially women of color. Pittman, Hughes, and Steinem appeared together in the iconic feminist photo, holding one fist up in solidarity with other women. The next fantastic lady I'd like to talk about is Bessie Coleman. Bessie was born in 1892 and was the first woman of African and Native American descent to hold an aviator's license. Although she was born to sharecroppers, she was eventually able to attend one semester of college and attend flight school in France, as no flight schools in America offered to teach women. She went on to become a successful show pilot until her death in 1936. Our next woman of inspiration is Madam C.J. Walker. Madam C.J. Walker was born in 1892 and was an entrepreneur and activist. She created the first beauty line and hair care line for African-American women and went on to become the first black female millionaire. She used her wealth to support civil rights movements of the time. 
The next influential woman on my list today is Coretta Scott King. Mrs. King may be well known for being the wife of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., but she was incredible in her own right. She was involved in the beginnings of the civil rights movement before she even met Dr. King in college. Together, they became the power couple of the civil rights movement of the 60s. Coretta Scott King was also an accomplished singer and often incorporated her songs into her protests. After her husband's death in 1968, she continued to fight for women's and LGBT rights in America. She voiced her opposition to the awful system of apartheid and helped make Martin Luther King Day a national holiday. Up next on our list is Ursula Burns. Ursula Burns was born in 1958 and is the first African-American woman to be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. She served as chairman of Xerox from 2009 to 2016. In addition, she has a master's degree in mechanical engineering from Columbia University. You go, girl. Our sixth lady on the list is Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou was born in 1928 and was an American poet and civil rights activist. She published seven autobiographies, three books of essays, several books of poetry, and a few plays during her 50-year career. Her first and arguably most famous book of poetry was titled I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings and was based on her childhood and early life experiences. Next up, we have Wilma Rudolph. Rudolph was born in 1940 and was an accomplished American track athlete. Although she suffered from polio as a child, she went on to be the first woman to win three gold medals in track and won Olympic games. Well, that about wraps it up for today. I know I admitted a lot of amazing women. Honestly, my list of women to write about went on and on and on. However, I wanted to highlight a few influential figures that the general public hadn't heard about. We all know about Rosa Parks, Harriet Tubman, and Sojourner Truth, who are all incredible in their own rights, but maybe not Madam C.J. Walker. I hope I've helped you learn a little bit more about Black history today. I know I sure have. Happy Black History Month! This has been Marissa Jordan for Eye on the Triangle. Harriet Tubman, Frederick Douglass, Rosa Parks, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King Jr. These are the figures that we know well when Black History Month comes around every year. But what about the hidden figures of black history that go without recognition? The release of the film Hidden Figures last month told the story of three African-American women, Katherine G. Johnson, Mary Jackson, and Dorothy Vaughn, who were the mathematicians behind the science of the famous NASA space launch. The film not only featured strong black female leads, as Hollywood representation often tends to forget, it also educated its audience on a part of black history that many, including myself, had not known about before. Except, these intelligent women were not the only hidden figures forgotten over time in black history. There are so many more incredible activists that have contributed to the advancement of African American history that haven't had their chance to shine. So, without further ado, here are some other hidden figures of black history. Marsha P. Johnson was not only an African American, but one of the most prominent transgender drag queens in black history. She was fearlessly open about who she was, openly gay, and was known for her larger-than-life personality. Marsha was an activist for the African-American community in the 1960s, but more than that, she fought for LGBT rights. She supported LGBT youth on the streets that had been turned out by their parents and found them places to live. 
She advocated for AIDS and HIV treatment within the LGBT community. She fought against gender stereotypes in the black community and most notably led one of the standoffs in the Stonewall Riots, an infamous riot between members of the LGBT community and the police. That riot sparked the conversation of transgender rights as well as the unfair treatment from the police towards the gay community. I wouldn't be the lover of books that I am if I didn't mention William Wells Brown. Brown was the first African-American to have published a novel. His play, The Escape, was also the first to ever be published by an African-American. Born a slave, William Wells Brown taught himself how to read and write. After escaping his master, he was taken in by the Wells Brown family. He spent nine years as an activist for the anti-slavery movement and for women's rights, while also secretly working as a conductor for the Underground Railroad. In 1853, he had his novel, Clodal, published by a white publishing company. The book followed the main character, a slave named Clodal, and her sister, both fictional daughters of Thomas Jefferson. The novel as a whole functioned to criticize white society in the mid-1800s, and more specifically, the abuse and rape of African-American women by their white masters. It also introduced the narrative of the mixed-race African-American. William Wells Brown educated the world with his writing, but he also paved the way for many African-American writers to come. Richard and Mildred Loving are probably my favorite activists that I never got the chance to learn about during my entire public education experience. Richard, a white man, and Mildred, an African-American woman, reluctantly became civil rights activists when the law told them that it was illegal for them to be married. The two fell in love with each other and got married in 1958. However, the Racial Integrity Act of 1924 made interracial relationships illegal. In addition to the law, society in general looked down upon marrying outside one's race, and oftentimes, mixed children were considered an abomination. When the two were arrested and charged with violating the law, the Lovings took their case to the Supreme Court. After four years of fighting, the court unanimously decided that the prohibition of interracial marriages was a violation of the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment. The Loving's marriage was considered official in the eyes of the law, and because of their fight, we are now free to love whomever we wish, no matter their skin color. Like the ladies of Hidden Figures, Richard and Mildred got their own movie to tell their story, released in November of last year, though it didn't get as much publicity as the former. If you get the chance, you should go and check it out. There's so much more to black history than what your teachers talk about in your history class. If you haven't already, go and see Hidden Figures for free and select movie theaters in honor of Black History Month. I also encourage you to actively look into the hidden figures that you never learned about in black history. I promise you, you'll be amazed by what you learn. Until next time, this has been Ricky Dows on Eye on the Triangle. This is Hunter Ives reporting for WKNC 88.1 Eye on the Triangle. Frederick Douglass has had his name and accomplishments brought to the forefront of news media and reporting in the past couple weeks, thanks to President Donald Trump and his new administration. In honor of this incredible man, and in reverence of Black History Month, I find it only beneficial to report on the context behind his recent resurgence in coverage, as well as a review of his accomplishments and his contribution to American history. Spoken at a White House listening session with African-American community leaders on the 1st of February, President Trump stated, quote, I am very proud now that we can have a museum on the National Mall where people can learn about Reverend King, so many other things. Frederick Douglass is an example of somebody who's done an amazing job and is getting recognized more and more, I notice, end quote. This statement puzzled reporters and those attending the event, 
As President Trump's unusual verbiage and non-specific language regarding Douglas's work led many to question Donald Trump's actual knowledge of who Douglas was, and even if he believed Douglas was still alive, due to the use of the present tense in his statement. Almost immediately after the talks ended, many news outlets used the quotation by Trump as evidence of his disconnect between his administration and the African-American community amidst rising racial tensions across the United States. Politics aside, the work and life of Frederick Douglass is undisputedly tied to American history and worth review. Frederick Douglass, born 1818, was a former slave and renowned anti-slavery activist. Having escaped slavery at the age of 20, Douglass recorded his time in bondage in his famous autobiography, Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass, an American Slave, published in 1845. This work was a detailed depiction of the horrors of slave life in America at the time, and allowed Douglas to voice a, quote, irresistible indictment against slavery and racism, providing an indomitable voice of hope for his people, embracing anti-slavery politics, and preaching his own brand of American ideals. So whether or not the president did in fact misspeak during his talks earlier this month, he was right in that Douglas is getting recognized more and more, and rightfully so. Frederick Douglass was a writer, orator, and statesman who spent his entire life providing a voice for the voiceless during the Civil War and has been rightfully placed among the ranks of not just great African Americans, but great Americans. This has been Hunter Ives reporting for WKNC 88.1 I on the Triangle. Welcome back. You are listening to I on the Triangle on 88.1 WKNC, as Hunter said. The time is 5.18, and I'm Nick Weaver. Um... So, Marissa, have you seen the movie Hidden Figures? I have not. I actually wasn't aware of it, which is probably proving Ricky's point. Mm-hmm. I saw a couple of advertisements for it. I think I'm going to see it eventually. Just uh, it's probably going to have to come to Netflix first. I'm just not generally aware of movies in general, but I'm glad Ricky has brought this to our attention. Yeah, interesting piece. So let's take a moment to talk about Double Barrel here before we start wrapping up the show. Yeah, so Double Barrel is this weekend, as I'm sure if you listen to WKNC, you've heard quite often. It's this Friday, the 24th, and Saturday, the 25th at King's. Yeah, King's Barcade. Uh, it's going to be $12 in advance for your tickets online, plus a small service fee, uh, $14 the night of. Uh, we are already sold out of both night tickets. Uh, sorry, you're too slow for those. Uh, they were $20 before, but... Uh, now you can just get one ticket to the night that you want or get uh, two tickets to each of your nights. Give some to your friends. Who cares? Uh, it's going to be a great time for everybody. All ages welcome. Um, yeah, 8 p.m. doors. And the lineup for this uh, bu- double barrel benefit is night one, DJ PayPal, Ace Henderson, Zensofly, and Sandpact. And night two, we have Sarah Shook and the Disarmers, Seagulls, Infinity Crush, and Astro Cowboy. Yeah, those bands have been putting on some great content for us here. We had them coming for lounge sessions, coming for interviews. They've been all over the air lately, so hopefully you're familiar with them at this point and you're ready to go see them on uh, Friday or Saturday night. So, yeah, get your tickets at wknc.org slash dbb14. That is wknc.org slash dbb14. Small service fee applies. But, uh, yeah, so moving on, uh, Marissa, I think... Uh, I think it's time for your favorite segment. Yes, it's time for this day in history. So in 1732, George Washington was born, which is obviously pretty monumental. Oh, oh! do you say that because he has the Washington Monument? 
That one actually wasn't a pun, but thank you for pointing that out. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to claim it now. It's my pun now. <laughs> and in 1819, the U.S. acquires Spanish Florida. Some great U.S. history for you all. Yes, the land of oranges and uh, somehow also frostbite for oranges. Good old Florida. Uh, that about does it for this week's show. Thanks for joining us on this uh, rainy turned beautiful Wednesday afternoon, or at least it was going to be rainy. It's yeah. cloudy. Cloudy is, is a better, more apt description. Anyways, as always, if you heard anything you liked, you hated, or anything that made you think, let us know at publicaffairs at wknc.org. And be sure to check out our blog at wknc-eot.tumblr.com. You can catch another episode of Eye on the Triangle next week right here on WKNC. I'd like to thank our contributors, Hunter Ives um, and Ricky Dows, as well as the rest of our staff here. Our intro and outro music is Connie by L1011. For Eye on the Triangle, I'm Marissa Jordan. And I'm Nick Weaver, wishing you all a great Wednesday afternoon.